Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to Benzinga's Daily Stocks to Watch podcast. Today is Tuesday, September 20th, 2022. Benzinga's Daily Slacks Watch podcast is a place where every single trading day, every morning, right around market open time, you can get at least five trading ideas. These trading ideas are handpicked by the Benzinga Pro News Desk team because maybe there was a recent news item we want to highlight to you. Maybe we have reason to believe there is an upcoming news item. Maybe there's another theme or topic that is trending on Wall Street among traders, and we want to give you a heads up on. We want you to consider these ideas for a trade or an investment. If you like these ideas, if you look at the stock after you hear an idea and you want to put it on a chart and see how the stock trades, you want to put it on a watch list and see how the price moves around, great. Maybe you make an investment or a trade. If you don't, maybe you just got some good education. We're going to start with a little preview of our list here today. And I think we do have a good list. We got a couple of trading ideas. We got a news item that I think needs a little bit of perspective. And that is also a key of Benzinga's Daily Socks Watch podcast. There's so much information on Wall Street that's happening that investors maybe don't know how to interpret. And we want to bring a little bit of perspective to some of those news items. So let's get going with our preview of our list for today. And then we're going to jump into each of these ideas a little more. Our first stock to watch for the day is Home Depot. It's ticker HD. Stock to watch number two is Ford, ticker F. Stock to watch number three is Rocket Companies. It's ticker RKT. Stock to watch number four is Livent, ticker L-T-H-N-M, excuse me. And our last stock to watch for the day is a momentum play from yesterday. It had some important, seemingly important news yesterday. It's BYND Canasoft Enterprises, and that is ticker B-C-A-N. Let's jump up to the top list here and go over our idea for Home Depot Calling this a play on some economists' expectations for continued increases in housing-related costs, I like to look at some of the top news items around Wall Street in general to get some ideas for the Socks to Watch list. And a top story on the Wall Street Journal today was an article titled, Climbing Housing Costs Could Prop Up Inflation for a While, saying that the cost of things going into housing could have a component of our near-term inflation. The kind of like subtext on that article that producer Asley is showing on screen here uh, reads, economists say rents will eventually moderate. Question is when? So a little hint here that, you know, yes, maybe we are coming off of kind of like some very high housing prices. There are some skeptics out there on Wall Street around the world 
that are a little skeptical on whether this was kind of like a peak in housing prices. And this WSJ article here today, I think kind of like maybe making a little contrast in that direction. I also wanted to highlight some data today that we received from the U.S. Census Bureau about housing starts. And that's basically the commencement of construction of a new home, a new house. They were stronger than expected for the month of August. Our reading came in for August at about 1.8 million units. Houses houses started. The economist's expectation was for about 1.45 million. So a stronger than expected reading there. Of course, Home Depot and Lowe's, ticker L-O-W for that matter, definitely could be plays as a way on this theme. You know, if people are going to be continuing to spending to buy a house or to do things in their home, Home Depot, Lowe's, these home uh, improvement retailers definitely could be a beneficiary of that. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Stock to watch number two, folks, is Ford. It's ticker F. Here's our pretty big news item, I thought, for the day uh, that maybe investors don't have some perspective on. Now, something to, something to add here, we can always look to the market to give us some perspective on a news item. If you read a news item, whatever that news item is, and you're unsure if this is good news, if this is neutral news, if this is bad news, you can usually look to the market and see what how the market reacting see what traders are saying by showing their hands in a stock and ford shares following this news item which was after the close yesterday ford shares are trading down almost six percent here also gm shares definitely somebody uh appear here when we talk about this news item in implicated here shares are also down about two and a half percent so the market is saying that they think this is a negative news item. Now, what the actual news was, Ford came out and gave a, a warning. I, I'm putting that in quotes because, you know, I think some publications are definitely going to uh, view this as potentially negative for the industry and for Ford. Ford saying that inflation related costs during the third quarter are going to be about $1 billion higher than the automaker had originally estimated. And that definitely seems like some concerning information there. Uh, the company was citing things like, um, you know, back in May, we had more concerns about semiconductor shortages, etc. And that was kind of like weighing, it seemed like Ford was going in line with that. They were just saying about part shortages in general. And Ford and other auto manufacturers have an interesting little metric that they use here. And this is kind of where I want to focus on for this item. 
there is a metric called vehicles on wheels, but awaiting parts. So basically a car comes off the assembly line. It has probably most of its structure there. It has probably a very large part of uh, a large majority of its components. It's literally sitting on wheels in a parking lot somewhere, but maybe there's like one chip or something like that, that is increment that is very important to the functioning of that car and it's not ready for sale yet. With this release yesterday, Ford said that they are going to have about 40 to 45,000 autos on wheels but awaiting parts by the end of the third quarter. And when I see a number like that, I immediately think, okay, there's some data, I know I can use it, but I don't have any perspective as to how much that really is. And it's not really easy, it seems like, to get some good information on like what a normal level of vehicles on wheels but awaiting parts is. And so I did a little bit of research, and back in May of 2022, Ford had given some data that showed they had about 53,000 cars in parking lots on wheels but awaiting parts. So there's your key perspective, in my opinion, to this news item. Yes, that $1 billion higher than the company had expected is going to be kind of the headline item that publications and investors focus on. But let's remember that it seems this figure for an, a level of inventory, 40,000 to 45,000 by the end of Q3 is actually lower than what it was at the beginning of the summer. Something to keep in line Keep in mind as you're looking at Ford and GM, for that matter, shares today. Stock to watch number three, folks, is Rocket Company's RKT. This is a play on interest rate sensitive sectors. Probably our top news item that investors are awaiting this week is the Federal Reserve interest rate decision. It's coming up tomorrow on Wednesday. That'll be at 2 p.m. Eastern time sharp. The current expectation is for a 75 basis point rate hike by the Federal Reserve. That would put our interest rate at 3 to 3.25% after that rate hike. Uh, of course, Rocket Company is a large provider of mortgages. Their business is very directly tied to the Federal Reserve's interest rates. Another mortgage provider that you might want to look at is ticker UWMC, another again, mortgage provider. A little bit of info on the Fed announcement. Again, it'll be right at 2 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow on Wednesday. And then Fed Chair Jay Powell will be giving a press briefing at 2.30 p.m., half hour after that interest rate decision. Uh, Fed Chair Powell will be reading some prepared remarks for about the first 10 minutes or so of that press, press briefing. So, you know, if you had to tune into the press briefing, the, the first 10 minutes don't really, or let's say first eight minutes, don't necessarily need to be tuned into. A lot of the information Fed Chair Powell is going to be giving in those first 10 minutes or so is in the Fed's written statement that comes out right at 2 p.m. It's around, uh, let's say, you know, 2.40 or 2.45 p.m. Eastern time that Fed Chair Powell is going to start taking questions from the audience. And that's kind of where a little bit more of the juice comes from in these press briefings. And of course, the Fed does kind of like prioritize reporters. Some of the more high profile, if you will, reporters will be able to ask questions a little bit earlier in the Q&A. So you kind of want to tune in a little bit uh, more toward the beginning of the Q&A section.
Sack to watch number four, folks, is living LTHM with the uh, considering of the ticker there, LTHM. This is a play on lithium. Smart by Livent to have a kind of themed ticker there, if you ask me. We saw a bullish call out of a notable analyst at Piper Sandler this morning, initiating coverage, assuming coverage actually, on Livent and also on Lithium Americas, its ticker LAC with the equivalent of that firm, uh, the equivalent of a buy rating according to that firm's scale. And I wanted to read a little bit here from the research note because there was some kind of like cool comments. Uh, a little perspective on this call. The analyst set a $42 price target on Livin. Shares this morning trading around the $35, $34 level or so. So a little bit of perspective as to the potential upside that this analyst sees. Uh, let me see here. So a key metric that this analyst is looking at for the lithium industry was EBITDA. And the analyst 2024 EBITDA estimate for Livent was, quote, considerably above the analyst consensus estimate for the company's 2024 EBITDA figure. Uh, the analyst over at Piper, Charles Nivert, saying he sees a disconnect between the demand for lithium products for electric vehicle battery production and lithium supply for at least the next three to four years and perhaps longer, which will help sustain lithium pricing. Kind of an overall bull case, bull, bull call here on the lithium industry. Our last stock to watch for the day, folks, is kind of our momentum play over the last two days, definitely yesterday, and it seems like it's continuing today. It's BYND Canasoft Enterprises. It's ticker BCAN. Shares on Monday closed up about 30%. There was a news item that a current patent holder of the company's, one of the company's products, Ziggy Carmel, is going to make an offer for the company, and that price was 474 for BYND Canasoft shares. There was like another part of that deal. I think it was like another $100,000 or something like that. But when we have M&A folks on Wall Street, when you're looking at a stock, when you're thinking about potentially trading it, look at the price in a, given in a press release or given by some kind of suitor, and then look at how the stock is trading. So for yesterday, shares closed at about 550. And if that deal is at about 474, it means the market is showing us that there is some reason that there's this like, you know, almost a dollar premium in there. Or it shows that this thing is just trading on its own and maybe investors don't really care about the fundamental information. That absolutely can happen quite a bit. Now, shares this morning, they were up another 30% or so. Shares are trading over the $7 level in pre-market session. So again, that uh, dis discrepancy there in the deal of the price and where shares are trading. This is a low float name, folks. That is a key. It's not a very low float name. Usually we consider low float territory to be about 20, 25, 30, maybe at the most million shares in an issues float. Uh, BCAN's float here is about 29 million shares. So there definitely 
could be a little bit of trading momentum here that is happening. I want to note that the average 30-day volume trading in BCAN was around 200,000 shares a day. Today, before the market opened, the SOC had already traded about 2.5 million shares. So it seems like that momentum is going to continue today. And as Lee is showing, the stock on-screen shares are remaining up about 15 or 16% here today. All right, folks, that was our five stocks to watch. We actually got you a few more than five stocks this morning. I hope everyone uh, has a great training day. I hope you got some good information. Let us know. We always like hearing about some feedback. You can email me, brent at benzinga.com, if you have any feedback. All right, folks, we'll be back tomorrow with another edition of Benzinga's Daily Stocks Watch podcast. And good luck out there, folks. Later.